Are you ready? We are live on the mic with our host DJ Deuce and Bamboo Bam. Bam. Let's get this show started. Yo, what's up? I'm your host DJ Deuce. I'm here with Bam Bam, the Hurricane yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah. What's good, bro? What's good? We gotta let people know. There's two things I want to let them know. One, if you leave the podcast out of nowhere, it's because the hurricane hit you, right? Yeah, and I lost power. That's what happened. Come on, come on, Hurricane. Can't, can't control the weather, baby. Can't gotta try and control the weather, the weather man. I'm not can't trying to control the weather. Get rid of him. <laughs> nah, 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 <laughs> Second nah. of all, we have our boy, the Mad Rapper, on. But we had him on last week. Bam did a surprise visit. We rehooked up the connections. I think I pressed a button that I wasn't supposed to. Everyone <laughs> sounded like fucking shit. Somehow I sounded good. Like, I, how did I manage to pull that one off, man? Eh? I don't know. I don't it's know. like, I'm like, nice and clear. You can't talk in the mic. Mad Rapper's fucking echoing. I'm like, and then I look down. I'm like, it's my fault. Mm. But anyways, can't we said scrap headphones. that shit. Let's get Everything. him back on here, man. We'll make going task the Mad Rapper. What's up, my brother? How you yeah. doing, brother? What's up, y'all? What's good, good man? I'm happy you're back, brother. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That's all right. Second time's a charm. Oh, it for is. sure, for sure. I was just like, man, like it was one of those, like you know, sometimes you're right. You're you didn't have the headphones on. We thought maybe it could have been echoing from from that. But I swear, when I started like fucking unplugging shit with with Bam, I looked down. I was like, fuck, I think it's this button right here. <laughs> and as if we did a sound check before we started, and Bam, Bam, well, he, he he's trying to prove me wrong about that. But that's on another level here, yeah, though. But man, button. how's everything on your end, brother? Everything's good. Man, it, it's good, yeah. Yeah, Bam, Bam. Uh, we as you know, he's uh, a hurricane is coming, so. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, like and you, you've been living there how long, Bam? Now, is there any storm mm-hmm. that you, was supposed to be this big since you've been living there? Well, they had the last one was pretty big, but like I said, where where I was, it, it really powers out for like four or five hours. Oh, you I was gonna say days. I was like, God. No, no, no. <laughs> some, 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 some people power was out for like a week and some change. We right? we 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 had and, a bad. Uh, we remember we had a power outage this summer, the biggest storm we had in our city ever. Our power poles were all down. But I took a nap, and when I woke up, the, my TV was on, so I didn't think anything of it, right? And, you know, you flick on social media, and you're like, Jesus, crack and crack. Everyone's out of power. And I, I showed Bam some pictures of this one main strip in, a, in my city in, in Ottawa, and all the metal, like, power lines, everything was bent over. It was fucking crazy, though. Yeah, that was nuts, man. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. You ever been through a big, uh, a big storm like that back at home, or? Yeah, actually, we had one like that in 08. It was uh, an inland hurricane, and... Man, that thing ripped shit up everywhere. I was, I was actually in the studio when it hit. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Did the power go off while you were recording, or no, no, it didn't. Uh, we didn't lose power actually while we was over there. But man, That's I, cool. I have no idea how. I have a great, a great studio story. I was there with a good friend of ours one time, and we had that fucking, I don't know what it was. It was remember that blackout? You ever heard of the Eastern? seaboard blackout it was like the whole like it was fucked up it was like it was, it was everyone and i remember being in the studio and everything just shut down and i'm getting mad at the guy i'm like yo fuck your flick your breakers man and he's like it's not us i'm like well who else would it be and then i try to go to the bar next door and they were closed you know band the royal oak beside fat mm-hmm, rocks mm-hmm. and then we went over to rob's mom's house and turned on the radio and it was like fucking everything was shut down parts of the states were shut down where it was like but, you know, I don't know if you guys would do this in the States, but here in Canada, we got a problem. The survival kit is actually go get some beer. So in Pretty the next much. province, Nova Scotia. they were still open, right? Nova Scotia, everybody's like, we're ready for See? the storm. I got beers and we got storm chips up here. and storm we got chips. Up here. And then, you know, we have to, like, do the fucking, you know, who's going to go up. And then there's, I swear to God, every store had a lineup and everyone had a case of beer. We got problems up here. But anyways, brother, <laughs> let's get right into it, man. Where were you born and raised? 
Man, I was actually born in Orlando, but I have never seen the place. We moved when I was like two or three weeks old. Um, but yeah, man, since then I kind of grew up a little bit everywhere. Um, I always tell people my mom thought she was a nomad when I was growing up. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've been in Illinois, Missouri, Texas, Tennessee. Like I've I've, I've been some places. Been now, all like the Midwest, eh? all those places. Right. I, in, 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 like, what type of span was all that in? Oh. I don't think I ever spent more than two years in the same school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Now, do you find that that helped you? Like, growing up, like, you know what I mean? Meeting strangers all the time? Like, oh, yeah. It definitely made me much more outgoing. Um, I mean, when you got to make new friends every year or two, you, you, you can't be an introvert. True. That's <laughs> fucking true, man. You gotta if be now you know you nobody at the end, right? Right, right. Now, like, it's funny, like, you were born in Orlando. It's like, you know, like, you ever hear people like they were born in a, in, a, in a different country. It's like their parents were visiting and they were born somewhere. And then yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, you're Japanese. But you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, I never really think right. where you're technically born really counts. I think it was where you kind of grew up. Right, where you grew up, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just, that's just my opinion. I'm just always like, because, you know, who was it? Uh, it was, it was Kat, Kat Thompson from Australia. Her mm. parents are from two different parts of town, uh, like the world, and then they, they, they had her in Australia, and she was, you know what they consider Australian? I'm like, it's fucking so messed up. Yeah, she's uh, Japanese, ain't she? She's half Japanese and something yeah, else, I Japanese, remember. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, but she was conceived and born in, in Australia, so. Orlando, you ever wanted to go back? Are you an Orlando oh, Magics fan? Um, I like them, but uh, my team's the Bulls. I've, I've been in Illinois most of my life, so. It's a hard team to pass by. See, I remembered when I was young, Chicago the Orlando Bulls. Magics had Shaq and Penny, and I was always going, fuck, man, just beat, beat the fucking Bulls. Like, I was kind of a hater back then, you know? Hater. Still a hater. Still a hater. You know? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Oh, my God. He's so yeah. I'm so he lucky hate, that he's He hates LeBron. He hates I, LeBron. I do hate LeBron. See? See? Well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he, come on, man. He's a Bulls fan. He fucking hates LeBron more than right. me. Trust me. Woo. Trust that's, me. If he's a Jordan fan and a Chicago Bulls fan, he hates LeBron more than me, 100%. Oh, terrible, terrible. LeBron no, is great. He's great. No. no. LeBron you, you, is great for this generation. Yes. Oh, oh. So he's you right. Think, you think he can't handle Jordan? Not back then. No, no. Not in any circumstance. Okay, I'm not going to go down this avenue with but you guys <laughs> because I don't watch sports and you're going to make me look like an idiot. So I'm just going to say growing up. yourself anyways, I'm just, man. I'm just going to say growing up. So who were some of your musical influences, bro? Uh, well, my original was uh, Too Short. <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah, that's who got me in it. That's who got me in it. I was hooked after Shorty. Um, but since then, um, growing up, a lot of uh, Bone Thugs, Tupac. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, man. I mean, there's just there's so many influence. Uh, uh, Busta Rhymes. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> We've talked because like on on the uh, we'll call it the the the, the um, warm up interview last week. You mentioned pre, two pre show. The pre -show. Yeah. I just want to know what like what what was the drawn factor like because not many people were, like I think Two Shorts not really as known as as much as he should be. No, not at all. And, yeah. and really, he's really underrated. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, I really don't know what it was about him, uh, but I, I would have to say probably just uh, his charisma on the mic, honestly. Mm -hmm. Well, see, all, all the guys you, you named have differences in the music. You know what I mean? Oh, you, can yeah. tell oh, who's, you can tell who's who when they rap in and they got their own thing coming out. And you, you feel what they're doing. Now it's like one big mixtape and everybody, it's one song. 
Oh yeah, I, I've, yeah. I've listened to a few actually just recently, and it was like a, a collab with like two, three different people, and <laughs> I couldn't tell when they switched. Yeah, and and, and that's horrible, you know. Like, um, I just watched a video from Pliers, you know, and and he still got it. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, he he good. He's still good. Do you know so. what I miss? I miss that 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 R and B group with that rap feature you know what i mean that was mm. just that added that nice spice to it yeah there's no more of that shit you know what i mean uh, there's some r&b groups out there it's women though are you, but they ain't got that's the rap fine thing. that's they fine the you're gonna tell me that the r&b groups that are out today if they were out the exact same type of music back when we were going to the clubs that we would that that would be the motivational factor of picking up women with do you think that music would help us like it did back then. Uh, no. about, okay, I don't really want to mention R. Kelly because you know he fucked up some <laughs> shit. But at the time we didn't know. Right. We didn't know. Didn't know. No internet. No. We no. didn't know what he was doing. You know, we didn't know that he didn't like ur using urinals. He was using little girl. I didn't know. No, all right. No. But you know, there's some R. Kelly, Usher, the the one twelve. You know what I mean? Like you know, yeah. Dude, like that's some that's some shit. You know what I mean? Destiny's Child. Like we're there was some great R and B groups. New edition. New, absolutely new edition, dude. The list can go on. But I'm talking about what what, what now. There's a very small percentage of them dudes, you know what I mean? Those type of dudes, but it's a it's a lot of females out there. They doing their thing, and I give them credit. I do, I really do. I give them credit. Yeah, you, you just know? yeah, sure. He's single now. He gives them credit. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Anyways, ain't nothing wrong with being single and brother. I ask every artist the same question, man. Oh. And and what I mean by this is the like it's. When did you take the game seriously? And what I mean by that is, because you know, a lot of people say, oh, I took it when I started writing. I'm talking about when you start investing. When you start taking your money, when did you start taking right. it seriously? Um, I would say probably my early to mid-20s, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, I, I started writing when I was 16. Um, I knew I was good. I knew it was something that I wanted to pursue. Uh, but as far as a financial investment to, to put behind that effort, that's right. Yeah, it was it was probably my early to mid twenties. Yeah, because it costs money, man. It it, it oh, doesn't matter yeah. if it's going to a studio or buying studio equipment, whichever it is. It's 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 money. And to even be, when even when you know that, like you still don't know how much. <laughs> man was you, talking about plugins. Remember? Do, yeah. Well, yeah. we don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> do you find it's hard to figure out where you want to put the money? for your best bang for your buck oh absolutely i've got uh, so many different things um that i look into for promotion and and beats and just so many different things and prioritizing them um is one of the hardest things to do but it is also absolutely necessary otherwise um you're, you're really just pissing your money away yeah. true mm -hmm. true 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 mm -hmm. I just you know. found that like back in the day, like studio time went from anywhere. Like, what was the cheapest place you went for a studio, man? How much was it? Uh, it was swap. Swap twenty five, twenty twenty five, something like that, 30, right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. You 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 get to learn real quick. Uh, where twenty five doesn't sound as good as the guy that you spend eighty. We we all get to know that very quickly. Very quickly. But. But the thing is, even then, you feel like you're on a fucking time limit. You know, you spend two hours. You have to bang this out. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. now is it sometimes back then, is it the best quality? You know, is this track the best it could be? You know what, you know right. what I'm talking about, man? Like, yeah, well, it just, song's done. It, it, it's, the, it's the fact of you're going in there, your creativity is minimized. 
you thought of something, you went in there, you thought of something else, like, uh, you ain't got the time to actually do mm. it, get it done. And then when you listen to the sound quality, you're like, uh, it just don't sound right. And you're your worst critic, you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it, it hurts, it hurts. You know? I, I agree on the worst critic part. That being said, um, I, I generally don't have a lot of time issues in the studio because I go in, I know what song I want to do. Um, yeah. I, I've rehearsed it enough that I'm going to go in there and bang it out. Um, the majority of the time, honestly, that I'm in the lab is spent mixing it down. Okay, That's okay, good. Okay. Did you ever find when you first started recording uh, in a studio, for instance, that, you know what I mean, It's a, everyone that gets a little bit intimidating. It's the first time you see the booth, you know what I mean, there's an engineer behind, behind the, the mixer. Did you ever have a chance where a guy was giving you, you know, like, we'll say pointers? And you kind of disagreed with them? Did you ever have a situation? Because I know Bam does it all the time when he goes in. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm going to tell you how you how you should spit it, and you're just like, fuck you. Yeah, honestly, I really have never had that problem, I, and I'm thankful for that. Um, because, like like I said, um, by the time I go in the studio, like I've got a vision for this song. I, I know exactly how I want to lay it down. Um, and I just generally don't just get disagreed with about it when I, when I put it down. Now I go in and my guy will be like, Hey, let's, uh, let's punch that in again. Mm -hmm. Um, we can add some clarity, um, things like that. Okay. That's but, positive. That's criticism right, on right. a positive. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Well, yeah, everybody get that, but you, you go in and it's, you hear a particular sound in your head and he's telling you, this is not going to sound right. And you're like, it's going to sound right. And he's telling you different. Right. <laughs> right. And, I always argued with them about it. Well, until, yeah, until absolutely. I started doing, until I started mixing, and now I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> now I get it. And, and I do get it because I've been on the production end of it too. Um, but I think honestly, it depends on the artist. I think it depends on their preparedness. I think it depends on their skill level. Mm -hmm. um, if you get somebody in there that does not know what they're doing, they're they're new to the booth, uh, yeah. things like that. Yeah, obviously, um, you're going to want to give it a little bit of direction. But in all honesty, um, what they bring to it as far as how they deliver, um, it's your dollar. Spend it how you want to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, that's, right. that was my, my argument from day one. Yeah, so, absolutely. So on this note, so what are some of your processes of how you make your beats and who some of the producers you're working with, you know, how you make your tracks? Right, right. Um I actually have been using um, a lot of different producers um, that, that I've, uh, you know, made connections with. Um, I had a buddy of mine uh, that I rapped with a while back, uh, BGZ. Um, he's yeah, he's cold with the beats. Um, so, I, you know, I get a lot from him as well. Um, but in all honesty, really, like lately, um, I've just been using several different producers' beats um, just because instead of sticking with that one person and depending on their variety, I, I kind of want to diversify my portfolio of it, if you will. Yeah, gotcha, that makes sense. Gotcha, gotcha. So you sense. find it hard getting these guys to put something out or you just go with their particular craft, what they do, how they do the it? Catalog type of thing or? Yeah. It, de it depends on if I find a beat that I like just as is from start to end. Mm -hmm. um, if I do, yeah, I'm just grabbing it as it is, and we're going to run with it. Um, if not, then, yeah, I will talk to the producer and be like, hey, look, this is my vision for the song. I like this beat, 
but here's what I would like to see happen with it. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, then it's either business or it's not. That's okay. right. That's right. Okay. Now, on another note about producers, now, is like, is there an, a producer that, like, you know, I'm talking about big time producers. Is there anyone that stands out that you would love to work with? Oh, man. Um, I mean, obviously, Dre. Anybody that doesn't say Dre is not a fan <laughs> of hip hop. Uh, okay, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, you ain't been listening. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Um, it's true. One of the guys that I have talked to um, in more my more recent history of making connections is uh, Jason Bridges. Mm -hmm. um, Bridge. he, he's, he's got some badass beats. Um, I, I look forward to working with him in the future with some of his production. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, just, there, there's really so many, too many to name, honestly. No, I, I love that, man. I, I just, I just found, you know, girl on my way up of listening to hip hop early nineties, even yeah, maybe the nineties, I found producers didn't get their, you know, like their stamp. Like you didn't, you just knew the beat was sick. You're like, who the fuck produced that? And then they right. start dropping names, and now the producer is more upfront with with what they do, right? So like, we, like we, when you find out like Scott Storch was a big part of like Dre's, you know, catalog, you're just like, holy shit! Or he did some of like fat, some of fat, well, probably Fat Joe's biggest hits. You know, mm -hmm, like you're just mm -hmm. like, damn man, like that's that's dope. I, it was funny. It's when me and Bam were watching the first verses ever of Timberland uh, versus Timberland and uh, Swiss, Swiss Beats. Beats. And they started dropping stuff that you didn't even know they I did, like, and if, I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that I, love. I find they don't get enough respect on on oh, what absolutely. they actually did. Oh my god, it's fucking crazy. Now, brother, on the way up, you know, you you start getting into the game. You probably obviously met other rappers. Did did you? What was the best advice you ever got from another artist? Man, honestly, um, probably just uh, don't wait on people. Mm. <laughs> um, like there, there are so many people that they say they about it, uh, and, and they, they they may put some effort into it, but I have held myself up honestly um, more times than I care to to count, waiting on somebody else to be at the level of drive yeah. and, and and motivation that I'm at to get this done and to make this happen. Facts. Um, the uh, the other one I would say is. Um, when I first started rapping, um, I would go in and one take it. It would sound good, but my producer that I have now um, is the one that really convinced me, like, it's okay to punch in. Just because you can do it in one go does not mean that you should. I get that. I get that. I, I know. It's, there's, there's People are totally against punching in sometimes. But, I mean, if you're going to make a crisp track for us to listen to on on you know major streaming platforms why not you know what Absolutely. i mean bam are you into punching in or no oh yeah definitely I I, i'm old you know i've run out of breath man you know because <laughs> yeah, like, there's nothing worse than hearing someone and then you hear the <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Or, or you hear it in the in their voice them running out of steam yeah yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense that makes, like, and that's so, why I don't disrespect. Like, I don't know how you guys perform, but I don't. Like, I don't mind it when they have a a little layer or a piece of the layer that they know that they're gonna run out of breath. You know what I mean? On stage, but I, I don't disrespect that. Like like with my track, what now, man? Do you know how hard it is to keep that momentum and that what now breath? is? Yeah, it's fucking fast. Yeah. You know, it's just and 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 the booth is. It's a real good thing too, because sometimes you got the right booth and you can do, and nobody will hear it. Mm. You know well, what I mean? 
before I got to, you know, where punching in was okay by my standard, yeah. um, like the first, actually the first couple music videos I did, um, the Look At Me Now remix and the I Told You remix, mm -hmm. those are those are one takes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, and, and those got a real rapid delivery. That's crazy, man. Yeah. People don't understand, if you guys have never rapped before, um, you have to be in shape. You have to, you have to be in fucking shape to do. Yeah, that. you gotta have some cardio about you. Don't think you're just gonna just because you're rapping, words are coming out of your mouth. At a certain speed, you you need to make sure that you know you have that those that lung power to do mm -hmm. it, man. Trust mm -hmm. me. Well, it and, it, and it's and it's not just about the speed. If you are gonna go any length of bars mm -hmm. without missing a beat, yeah. I don't care how fast or slow you're doing it. You're gonna have to have some some, some lungs about you. Yep, 100%, definitely. Man, you know, 100%. you got to practice. You got to get it together, and you can tell when they when they ain't doing their shows. You can tell who's winded. You can tell who's hurting. You can tell who just ain't got it anymore. Well, you know what I mean? We're, we're like I mentioned verses, like like when Fat Joe was against Ja Rule, Fat, Fat Joe looked like he needed an oxygen tank. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and two, them performances, man. Like if they're running out of breath, they did not practice. Nope, <laughs> not at all. Not <laughs> they at did all. not practice, bro, because. By the time you hit the stage with any song, you should know where your breaths are. Yep. 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 That's facts. Yep. This is true. This is true. Do you like collaborating with other artists? I, no, how does it, do you like I that love, process? Yeah, I love collaborating with other artists um, for a couple reasons. One, I feel like it brings that out of both people on the mic mm. uh, because at this point in time, it's not just about doing your best. It's about matching that energy and that skill level uh, that the other person is bringing to that track, especially if it's yours. Right. Well, I, I say that, but honestly, it's not even that. Because if I'm going on somebody else's as a feature, yeah, uh, I definitely got to bring my A game. Yeah, for sure. Um, we do it. I also, I also really like it because the cross promotion is is wonderful for both people involved or all three people involved. Mm -hmm. uh, the more people you got on a track, the more people that you got wanting that track to be heard and yep. be noticed. And yes. so the more people you got promoting it. Yeah, I could dig that. I could dig that. But Bam, you, you've tried collabing with a few people mm -hmm. lately. Some people uh, You mm, see what direction not that not that now, they're not now, talented. Now now you now you're getting into muddy waters because everybody <laughs> everybody has a certain timetable. You know, if if I feature on your track and you don't put it out until next year, don't think I'm gonna call you and be like, Where's that track? Do No, that's your track. You know what I mean? Me and yes. you work that out. That's on you. Do what you got to do but with what it. But if, what if he was waiting a fucking two months now for your verse? You know what I well, mean? There's no, always those collabs. That, and right. you know boy's dope. You know what yeah. I mean? And he could be that, that, that missing factor of this track. But now you, now you like, it's it, you got to give them, them the timeline. Be like, look, I need it by this time. And if they mm -hmm. can't do it, then you move on. You know what I mean? But yeah. if you're sitting there stewing about it, it's going to be a problem because now you're holding resentment towards the man because he couldn't do it. You don't know what's going on in his life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you never know, right? So And, and, and that's, that's that waiting I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Like you, I'm not going to be waiting. You go to have somebody on a track and they take one month, two months, three months, and you've, you've got this track on hold that you could have been putting out there already. Right. Exactly. That's why you give them the timeline. Look, I need it by this time. If you can't do it, let me know. And if it's not here by that time, I'm moving on. Babe, you sound like one. a very nice guy. I'll be like, where's my shit? Where's my track? Where's my verse? You can want the baddest rapper. You need an Uber to the studio? <laughs> like, I'd be on his you, ass. You, you, you can want the baddest rapper, but sometimes people get writer's block. They just 
they're not that's motivated. That's fine, but you, you know? as, as an artist, let's say if I was having writer's block, I think I'd be straight up with you guys. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, guys, you have to give me some time. Or maybe after a while, I'd be like, maybe I'm not the best guy. If you have writer's block on a fucking on yeah. a beat, yeah. maybe that's not your beat, man. You got to move on. You know what yeah. I mean? So, well, Some people you know, take, on, take on projects like that. Oh, this beat, I can't do nothing with it. You know? Mm -hmm. like, let it go. Yeah, I, I agree. Now, there have been some beats that I've done that I've just not felt at all. Mm -hmm. But it was for, like, a contest or, or something like that. Um, and honestly, depending on, you know, what the, uh, the, the prize at the end of it is, the potential prize at the end of it is, um, I'll make myself do that shit just because yeah. what, what, what's beyond the bullshit beat is more important. Uh, yeah, very true, very and, true. and in, and in the process, I feel like it kind of pushes me as an artist. Mm -hmm. Have you ever listened to? Okay, it, I, this has happened to me. And don't get me wrong; I'm not as creative as neither of you two. Trust me. But there's times where, like, I listen to a sick track, and then you listen to the beat, and you notice that the beat is eh, but the artist made it that much better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So has that ever happened to you where like you saw something else that someone else didn't in the, on, like on the beat? Because some of them like, damn, this beat's pretty fucking plain or lame. But, but whoever came up with the with the lyrics and the hook just just enhance the beat is that like has that ever happened to you guys absolutely i'm, I'm a lyricist yeah. at heart like yeah. through and through like it's about the bars for me first yeah. and foremost so mm -hmm. um i absolutely believe the artist can make a shit beat not shit yeah <laughs> or I at least not i really do shit. <laughs> i really do yeah me it's these lyricists i'm about to flow if you can put the right flow on the top of a nice beat okay. It's gonna sound right. I got a good you know question. I mean? Is there a beat that you ever heard that was so amazing and you wish that so and so didn't rap on it? Is there? Is, do you guys have that? All the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please elaborate. <laughs> well, I mean, because just the, there, there, are, there are so many dope ass beats out there, and um, I, I mean, who wouldn't want to be the original on every fucking dope beat they hear? I, I know. I just the first time I really, really realized that a, there's a sick beat, and then the lyrics are so fucking poo poo. It was Noriega Super Thug. There are so many Bro, songs out right if now. You are, damn, if you're ever bored, bring up Super Thug lyrics on Google mm -hmm. and read them. Okay. And you'll be like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> <laughs> In the what, 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 did you know by that, by, by the way, that was an accident? He didn't Pretty know much. what, he didn't know what to say on the hook, but he knew like what he wanted to do. So he, mm. he just get what, 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 and then the guy's like, yo, that's actually dope. Like he actually even fell on the hook by accident. Wow. Pharrell made a crazy ass beat wow. and he put some fucking whack ass rhymes in between it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, that's whatever. But you know, like even on, even on remixes though, that I do, mm -hmm. um, I go into it with the goal of at being at least uh as good lyrically on that track as the original artist at least my my long my long-term goal is to be better mm -hmm. than than the people that were on there originally um because I, i'm always in a competition with me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like yeah there's no better per person to be because if you're yeah. not in a competition with yourself who's motivating you Right. There it's got to be you. Especially when it's just you in the lab. 
Mm. Like, if you ain't got a bunch of people in there, you know what I'm saying, like hyping you up and shit like that, like you're your own motivation. You're your own hype man. This is true. This is true. This is true. But, Brother, oh, so man. your track, Talk Up a Remix. Ooh. We talked about this last week. It, at that, back then, it was like over 28,000. It might be mm. even a little higher, less than three weeks. Tell me more about this track and video, brother. Uh, man, um, so my guy, Sunny Day, um, he came to me with uh, that beat, actually. He's like, hey, bro, this beat by Drake, talk up. He's like, you need to be on this. He's like, I can hear you on That's this when I listen to the beat. Um, so I gave it a listen. Um, I, I absolutely loved the beat. He, he was not wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just started going in on it. And um, the, the the longer I wrote on it, the more I loved what, what I was doing with it. That's good. Uh, when it came video time, um, Sunny Day, he's my videographer. Um, he came to me. He's like, all right, so I want to find some kind of like railroad tracks. That, that this is the vision I got for it. Uh, my girl actually knew a spot uh, from having photographs taken there of herself. Nice. Uh, we went there. Uh, and that was the train car that they happened to have there at the time. It's it's never the same one twice when you go there. Uh, so we would never have that setting again. <laughs> so cool. Nice. That's, so, uh, yeah, but, that's lucky. I like that. Oh, uh, yeah. It just fucking fell in our laps. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I mean, as, as, as soon as my that's guy crazy. saw it, he, he was in love with that. But you find yourself lucky that, you know, you, you actually have a videographer. Because there's people out there that can't either afford it or, you know what I mean? Like, they can't even, they don't even know where to go about it. True. You know, and then you see a couple. You know, no, I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, I'm an asshole. Uh, you see a couple of them that do it on their cell phones, which I wish they rather haven't done it. But whatever. I'm just saying, you do what you do what you got to do. I get it. I get it. But I'm always like, I'm. Oh, I me. I work at a different pace too. It's impact. It has to be. What I say, you, you you work like Mickey Mouse. You get treated like Mickey Mouse. That's what I always. I was. You know, I've always said that. You mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one thing that I am. I, I'm fortunate about now. I've not always been, but one thing that I'm fortunate about in the in the present time is that um both of the producers that i have my my song producer and my video producer um they work every bit as hard as i do good and that's that's really been hard for me to find because i am a fucking workaholic to the core Mm -hmm. um especially with this rap shit because this is what i love dig it no it's fair it's fair man yeah, like the one of the one of the first producers I had, uh, we really butted heads actually, uh, because you know, I mean, he had he had a lot of shit going on, and and, and I got that, but at the same time, do your this fucking is what job. I'm trying to get done, right? Yeah, do your fucking job. We you teamed know? up with a with a producer. He's still probably the best producer I've ever ever seen. But man, some of these geniuses are very very odd. Very <laughs> odd. You know what I mean? Like just well, one day he just picked up and left. Why, why are you being nice? Who? You. Why are you? Because I don't nice? hate the guy. Right. Still, still, yeah, still, still. I don't hate don't, the guy. Don't be nice. Don't be nice. But I, but but I don't hate the guy. He just picked up and left one time. We're like we're trying to get back his our shit with our buddy, and it's like his, his studio equipment's gone. He's gone. It was like, Damn. what the fuck? We're waiting. But he didn't. He just didn't do it to us. He did it to other people. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like he tries to work with a crew, and if and I remember. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I had a couple of drinks. And I remember he showed me this beat, and uh, I. Me being me, I told him this beat was whack, and then I think I think that might have been the the, the camel. Charlotte broke the camel's back because I'm like, that was it. I'm like, really? You're that sensitive? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you made a billion great beats. And by the way, who the fuck am I to know anything? I don't like a beat. Of their own. 
right. it, it might have been the biggest beat, beat on earth. You know what I mean? So, so. <laughs> some, some people like that. So I remember us bumping heads with problems, our first person. Problems, you know? What's the biggest some struggle for an artist What do you mean today? I got problems? You got problems. But what's the biggest struggle for an artist today? Uh, well, I don't know about for an artist today, but for, for me personally, it's, it's that my uh, my wallet does not always keep up with my ambition and my drive. You're saying that. You know what? Yeah. That's probably the best line I've ever, heard on ever, this fucking yeah. podcast. <laughs> because like, it's facts, man. Yeah. I, I got so many ideas. And I mean, like, they, you know, they stay coming. Um, That's good. That's good. And, and there's, there's, I am never, never, ever, ever going to have as much money as I have ideas. Yes. But, I don't yeah, give a shit yeah. if I become a millionaire. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> he wins the lottery. He's like, I still need another one. <laughs> right. right. Can I get another Powerball? Come on, oh, man. Wow. I, wow. I ran out of this one here. But the, the he thing is, I it. like those goals, though. Because for me, the ones that the, the... And I don't mean artists. I'm talking about in anything. We're talking about podcast. Anything you do. If you don't have anything, any goals that you want to, to up whatever the fuck you're doing, it drives me nuts. Yeah. I just find it. It's like, that's it. This is your, your... For me, I look at them like, you're settling with this? Well, yeah. I mean, it, and if you're settling, why the fuck are you doing it? Mm. I agree, man. I couldn't agree with you more. Because I call myself the demotivational speaker usually. That's bam. I, I demotivate. Because when I see you're not doing anything, I'm just going to demotivate you because you're wasting your fucking time anyways. Let me just save you a little bit of money. Let me save you a bit of time. Demotivate you. Send you get a, get a job application. Because this, you're not doing this bright. You're not doing this at your if full you're the right person, If you're the right person, you'll listen to them and be like, yeah, I'm going to prove you wrong and go out and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you yeah, can turn like around and look this. them in the yeah. face. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, 41 years of my life. You know, I've witnessed he's a none of it. You know, come on. He's a Anyways. demotivator. He just pick, he picks he picks good victims. You know what I mean? You're gonna be a victim soon, <laughs> fuck. He picks good victims. Bam, I'm gonna demotivate you too. Bro, bro, you to sell bro. that microphone. And, 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 I have and, a new co-host down here, motherfucker. You got a new co-host down here. Beat it. <laughs> and, and, and the funny thing Some about work it is, ethic. I've been around when he done it. They face when they get crushed. It's just, it's bad, man. Just, you see it just like. I love people that work, and I hate lazy people. So when I right. see, see see you doing lazy shit and you're still doing it, I'm like, just fucking stop. You know Terrible. what I mean? Terrible. But again, I can't. I shouldn't say that because you know they can do what the fuck they want on their own time. But just don't waste my time with your shit. That's this right. fast all the fucking time. Don't don't do it. Don't guys, don't send me Instagram videos of the <sighs> shit. I don't care. You don't <sighs> work hard. I don't want to follow you. I don't want to help you get any bigger than you are with your laziness. I like <laughs> to support hard workers. I don't like to support guys like man. I'm gonna do a track today. Stand on the corner and this little this one video on my cell phone and then I'm, and I'm upload. I can't stand that shit. See, he was nice just a minute ago. You see? Well, you see? You know. Because I like the other guy. <laughs> I like this other one, the motivational speaker. Talking about haters like me. Anyways, how do you handle haters these days? And do you have any? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I got plenty. Uh, we all do. We all do. I, I, I honestly, man, like I, I fucking love haters. Um, because <laughs> they, they, they fucking motivate the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they motivate me to, to prove them wrong. Uh, they motivate me uh, to go even harder. Um, just <coughs> whether it be in general or regarding whatever the fuck it is they're hating about at the time. Yeah. But, um, but honestly, I, I also love them because haters have proven to be some of my biggest fucking promoters. Um, my, my ex, her brother. 
uh, was, was a big hater of mine. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he, he went and hollered at some of his friends like, hey, man, look, you got to come check out this music video about his new task. This motherfucker sucks. Do, 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 do this, that, and the other. I, he, I know he was expecting to get a real big, you know what I'm saying, like, chuckle yeah. out of him when they showed him my video. I ended up with two new fans. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Dumbass, I'm telling you, it's true. Hey, they're, they're, hey, I'm, I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna go out of my way to hate on shit. I don't think I'll ever go out of my way to post something. Um, I won't even look at a fucking a YouTube video, and I won't even press that thumbs down. Like, you know what I mean? I won't even like. I'm like, fuck that. I just find there's people that live to hate, and right. I trust me. As bam, I love that. If things ran too smoothly. I would, I would probably turn in like these non-motivated motherfuckers that do everything else. Like, I just need that. Even when, Bam, I don't know if I ever told you this story. Back when I started DJing, I remember I was DJing a club, and the promoter's girlfriend comes up to me, and she tells me to play this one track. And I looked at her, and I fucking laughed in her face. I was like, it was, it was so stupid. Like, it would have destroyed my night, right? Hmm. She turns around, she's like, you're never going to DJ again. Bam, did that happen? Yeah, exactly. I owned one of the biggest DJing companies in the business in the city for about 10 years straight to the point where I didn't want to DJ. I still get asked all the time, but it's just this little girl's like, you never need it. Shut up. I actually, you know what I actually did? I took her promoter, her, her boyfriend's job the next week. Went oh, to nice. the club owner. It was actually Donovan's club. Oh, yeah? I thought when it was still Paradox back then. Okay, okay. I went to talk to him. I said, yo, th this promoter ain't bringing shit. It's me. And he goes, oh, yeah. You know him. Get him out of here, then. <laughs> Fires, buddy. And it was gone. So I needed that. I needed yeah. that. You're never gonna do that. And blah blah mm. blah. You know what mm. I mean? I love that. I I am fueled by that too. And, and you know, we're we're gonna salute to the haters. Thank you guys. We need you. Keep on hating. <laughs> you know, man. You deal with haters pretty well. Yeah, you're pretty good at that, eh? Yeah. I ignore them. I don't even give them no fuel for the flames. You know what I mean? I look at them and go, thank you, and I just keep going, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Now, the rude haters. Oh, see. They need to get punched in the mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me a descrip description of what you consider a rude hater. See, the problem is nobody will come to my face and go, your shit is garbage, I fucking hate you, so on and so on. I'm punching the mouth. You know what I mean? Because So you rather not have that guy say that than the guy that says, I love your music, and behind your back say, no, 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 no. You, you can tell me you don't like, I'm, dude, yeah. I'm not feeling your music. Yeah. I respect Also, that. there's a way of saying it. I see what you're saying. I, I respect that. But, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, man, yeah, you yeah. fucking garbage, you this, you that. Hold up. Are we talking about my music, or are you just outright disrespecting me? Because there's a difference. Fair enough. Once you cross that line, get punched in the mouth, because I'm gonna disrespect enough. you right back. Well, yeah, right? And, and and the internet has made way too many people comfortable with disrespecting people, and, mm -hmm. and 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 you know what I'm saying, and and they're not being repercussions for it. I, see, now I'm trying to tell you, you know, but but but, what? do you have a fame uh, a, a favorite performance, and tell us about it, man? Oh yeah, I actually got a couple different ones. Uh, my first performance ever, um, me and uh, a couple of the artists that I worked with at the time, uh, mm -hmm. we went down to Memphis to perform at a showcase. It was at the Red Apple Lounge. Mm -hmm. um, it, it wasn't a huge venue. Uh, there wasn't an elaborate stage, none of that shit. Uh, but the fucking electricity in that fucking room was insane. Okay. Okay. Uh, yep. The adrenaline from it being our first performance uh, upped it even more. Uh, we had an absolute fucking blast. Uh, performing at that show and the after party after it was even better <laughs> <laughs> um the other performance um that really comes to mind is uh in heron actually here in southern illinois uh gangsta boot came to a venue that was called the other place bar and i mm -hmm. opened for her and what makes that one so memorable is uh, 
my guy Wody had set the uh, the performance up and got Boo here and all this and the other. And her and I had corresponded on Twitter about the performance prior. Mm -hmm. um, and so when she showed up, Wody went out there, you know, to meet and greet this that, and the other. And uh, he came back to me. He's like, man, I got to talking to Gangsta Boo. The first thing out of her fucking mouth was, so where's the mad rapper? Uh, <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. nice. I love you that, know? man. People need to understand that even I DJ to huge crowds, man. There's nothing more than having an electrical crowd. You know what I mean? Like, for me, I'm like, I feel like I, I, I'm the one that's making them do whatever. You know what I mean? I'm the one that can set the mood, right? And you guys as performers is the same thing. People that didn't, has never had experienced this type of style of either DJing or performing, they'll never understand that high that you get. Oh, you. not at all. Yeah, and, especially when you go out there and your first time out there, the people don't know you and you start doing your thing and then they feel your energy. They start coming in with mm -hmm. you and you see that they are coming in with you and it's like, oh, I got you, you got me. Then just slowly turns out boom and just when you get off the stage you feel something great you know what i mean you yeah and, and, and you can and you can see it happening in front of you because like like he was saying if they don't know you and you're up there and you mm -hmm. start doing your thing there's a lot of people that their their eyes are not on you they're talking with their friend they're True. They're, they're cutting it up just that and the other and then once they start you know like listening in a little bit like once once you catch their attention those conversations stop and the eyes and the attention start going to you and, and that's when you really feel the motherfucking mood in the room change. Mm -hmm. the hook, just hook that shit. You, you, you got them in. You lured them in. You got them on me. Yeah. I had my, my favorite DJ performance was it wasn't it wasn't even a performance. It was just this one specific night, and uh, the club's done. You know what I mean? And the music's done, and the crowd won't leave. They just they're not leaving. They're there's hostile. They're not leaving, and they're yelling hostile. encore, encore, encore. And I'm going, ha ha, cool, cool. And the manager's like, fuck, just keep playing. Like they didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> just keep playing. And I'm like, you sure? I'm like, cause I didn't make. I'll, I'll I'll DJ for fucking until six a.m. if the crowd's good. You know, if the vibe's mm. good, it's mm. there's, it's not even work at this point, right? So I just go on for another about forty five minutes, right? So everything finally, you know, the crowd about three fifteen ish, three thirty. Everyone leaves. Manager comes with me. She's like, 15 years of my life, I've never witnessed this. You know what I mean? Nice. Hostile crowd didn't want to leave. Like, nope, let's keep going. And I was like, damn, you know, I love that. I'm all about that. Right. Man. It's, it's it, for me at the end of the day, is you know, these people are coming back. And also, it was a, definitely a great feeling. But, brother, as an artist, man, what's the best way to promote yourself? Oh, man. There's, there's, there's so many more ways available now than there used to be. But um, so, so, first and foremost, I got to say, on the internet um there, there are so many major social media platforms mm -hmm. that uh you can really make your name on and and make your make your bank on because of that mm -hmm. um so promote 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 on online is the first thing for me um secondly would be performances get out there get shows um you're not gonna have everybody find you online True. But they are because you're, you're going to have like your college kids and your partiers that are they are going out to see these shows. That's right. Um, and I feel like you can network more in person mm -hmm. than you can online. Definitely. Uh, which is saying something. Yeah. Um, and, and that's really the third thing. Um, just really getting out and fucking networking, uh, be it online or or in person. Um, going to make your presence known and, and and fuck with other people that are doing what you're doing mm -hmm. um 
it's how you get your name out there, how you get your notoriety. Now, how is the scene back at your place, back home, the hip-hop scene? It's it's not what what I would like. It's okay. uh it's not ideal. Uh, Southern Illinois is um, a lot more rural uh, than where you got a lot of your hip hop at. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you're not from Illinois, you don't even realize we fucking exist. It, it, Illinois is synonymous with fucking Chicago if you're not from here. Yep. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, and so uh, that's one of the things that I'm hoping uh, begins to make a turn as what I'm doing becomes more visible and more known. That's cool, gotcha. man. That's cool. Gotcha. Gotcha. Do you gotcha. find it's hard to, now you're saying promote yourself, you know, performing. Do you find that is it still difficult to get on a show or to be booked, you know, with with as an opening act with somebody? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, because, you know, in, in the bigger cities, you've got more you've got more people you can connect with about it because there's more of it going on. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I really got to work and look that much harder mm-hmm. um, for the shit that I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, okay. I get it. Okay. But you okay. know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I, you know, this, you know, even though this is going to be aired, it'll be the first interview, but technically it's our second interview with you. Sure. You know, after getting to know you for a couple hours and knowing your work ethic, um, no offense, it, there's no better person to be put in that position that you're in. I appreciate because that. you know what yes. you're gonna one that's gonna bust through it even though it's hard a little harder because the average person would say fuck that it's, yeah. it's oh, too yeah. hard it's too hard mm-hmm. for me you know what i mean I, and they use every other excuse in the book by saying it but it not not oh, to be yeah. a dickhead i think it's meant for you for someone like you man well mm-hmm. and 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 you're right because i know uh dozens hundreds possibly even of hip-hop artists around here mm-hmm. that mm. i mean they've got the talent but it's a lot of oh, I can't do it right now for this reason or that reason or the other. And you can't put yourself on the map from a place that's not really on the hip-hop map Yeah. Mm-hmm. if you're not busting ass. True. Yeah. Got to go 100 miles of running. Everyone was the first at busting out through their city and repping their city or where they were at. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it, it, it could be done anywhere. That's you know, just, sometimes that's just sometimes you got to bust out in another city before you go back home. Sometimes. That's true. it's got to be done like that but uh is there anything you would change about the music industry uh mumble rap (laughs) you brought that up before what was the first time you heard this mumble rap man honestly i don't even fucking remember um i don't remember me neither (laughs) because because it's not impressive it doesn't stand out Uh, if i wanted to hear that bullshit i would go to an auction uh, uh, $20, $20, $20, $50, $50, $50. Dude, you hit, bro. Yeah, because I would understand <laughs> just as fucking much. Uh, yeah, trust me, man. Trust me. I had a shock to my system when I heard this shit. Mm. Yeah, like, uh, I don't understand the fucking point of it. Mm. Um, because the only fucking thing I understand on it is the beat. Okay. Uh, and and if, that's, if that's all I'm going to understand, fucking release an instrumental and move on. So what, what would you do to weed out this mumble rap? What would you do? Uh, you give me an example. Give me an example. You can't, though. That's what, he's right. You gotta eliminate the people that listen to it. <laughs> me? Me, personally, if you I want to have Powerball, like a fucking a, a, a mumble rap listener Hitler to get it, rid of it, these people. It, you know it, what if, I mean? If I hit the Powerball, I start a campaign on paying DJs not to play mumble rap. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, honestly. I mean, and that, that's what you would have to do. You would have to suffocate it. 
But yeah. do you not like? Okay, I, I'm gonna, again because I'm just a dickhead. Do you not lose a bit of respect when someone's like, "I like this track," and you're like, "I don't like you anymore." Like, <laughs> oh, fucking absolutely. We're not friends, honestly, man. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna lie. I may be more judgmental about what, your opinions on music than I am about. See your what I'm saying? I'm just like, fuck. You don't like this. <laughs> You know, I think uh, me and a girl stopped talking over a song now that I think about it. You know what I mean? Uh, like, you like the song? <laughs> I, I, completely, I completely relate to those memes where it's, where it's uh, got, some, got two people in the car and they ask about listening to some kind of whack-ass music and the next frame is them getting thrown out of the car. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> you know, you listen to hip-hop, but some people don't even understand where it came from. They don't understand the roots. They don't understand. They won't go back to appreciate what they got. You know what I mean? But Ben, I, listen, I, you're I, you're one hundred percent right. You're one hundred percent right on. Mm -hmm. My problem with this this mumble rap is is the best example. It's it's it, it's okay. I, I don't blame the idiot that made it. I don't. Everyone could be no because me at the end of the day, we could all suck at something. I blame the idiots that actually listen to it, because an idiot can make a shitty track. It shouldn't. It shouldn't go anywhere. But but here but here's why I blame the idiot that made it first. Um, <laughs> I want to hear it because there's so many more idiots out there out there that are going to listen to anything and everything. And the idiot that made it first knew that. Mm -hmm. ah, see, ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve. Trust me, you ever see those fucking spinners? If someone came up to me and goes, we're going to invest in this, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face. The guy's I a millionaire to, now. You know what to, I mean? Like, Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we're talking about a population that, that is currently doing a challenge to make their chicken in NyQuil. So, yeah, I believe the guy that originally made it. Okay, I, get, I see that. I, 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 I see your point. And I had to come to the conclusion that, like, there's a lot more idiots out in the world than the average fella. Right. Average woman, and I no offense. Some of you are going to be watching this. Some of you are going to be idiots and don't even know it. I'm sorry, but it's just an actual <laughs> fact. Some of you guys are in denial on what you are. But if you like mumble rap, go to the next podcast. Fuck that Ooh. shit. I don't even care. That shit's garbage. <laughs> garbage. Mumble rap was like when that first came out, and I was like, okay, maybe it's one dude. Then mm -hmm. it was like a bunch of dudes, and mm -hmm. then I was like, what the fuck is going on? And the next thing you know, you got a whole song that you didn't understand fucking two words of. Nope. There you go. Me and, and me and Bam, that's when we actually slid over the country and listened to fucking some mm, Thomas Retton. They, they were rhyming, at least in English, in some country form, but it didn't uh -huh. fucking matter. Uh, made I, more I, sense than... I, I understood what he was saying, and I felt it. Yeah, you know? Like, fuck it. He's talking about, you know, driving some and having a beer. I'm rolling you with know? this fucking guy. He talking about some girl with her shirt on his floor. And you know what I mean? And <laughs> T-shirt. You know what I mean? Hair messed up like a Guns N' Roses video. I was like, oh, no. Well, you know? Bam would have bought a horse that day, man. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about the music industry. Uh, this is a question I want to ask you. What, what is your thoughts? Because you always say you're a lyricist and your music proves it. What are your thoughts on ghostwriting? I'm not a fan. Um, mm -hmm. I don't. I don't disapprove of it. It doesn't bother me. Uh, so, so let me let me rephrase this. Um, the people that ghostwrite, um, they are still very talented individuals. Um, you have to be to get on this mic. Yeah. Um, even even if the words aren't your own, you've got to be able to hold that beat down. You've got to yep. be able to keep the flow. You've got to be able to deliver. Um, that the charisma behind it. True. Dre is a great fucking example. Mm -hmm. um, the man is a fucking legend, and he does not pin anything. True. 
Um, that being said, um, while I don't feel like I have less respect for you if you do have a ghostwriter, I feel like I have more respect for you if you don't. Understand. Now, what if someone like I don't know, because there's been rumors that like we'll say a guy like Drake, some of his songs were ghostwritten, and then some people will say he's the greatest of all time. Whatever the case, do you think that once someone ghostwrites for you, the greatest of all time kind of gets erased, like you're not allowed to be considered? Bam, you can answer <sighs> this too. Like you know what I mean? Hmm. hmm. I don't know. I just hmm. I, I I do feel like it takes something away uh, from what you bring in trying to get that title mm -hmm. um, but i don't know that it would necessarily bar you from having it okay okay yeah, i agree with him there i agree okay. with him there because you know the fact that someone wrote it and you delivered it that delivery is what gave you that greatest the greatest yeah. you, you know what i mean okay. you know so someone could have wrote a song with this particular feel, but you me as a DJ, that, I'm, you know, I think differently than you guys. I need a hit. I don't give a fuck who wrote it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I need a hit. So I look at things differently. You know what I mean? But now talking to two guys that are here, you know, we got a guy that's he, he, lyrics are so important to him. That's what I was like. I was wondering. I was like, I wanted to know your take on that. You know what I mean? It's like, but like, would you ever ghostwrite for someone? I have written. I have ghostwritten for people. Perfect. Absolutely. Um, you know, because like I said, I don't knock it. Uh, yes. It's just, it's not for me. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I could never imagine leaving the lyrical creativity that is going to go in my name uh, in the hands, literally, of somebody else. Mm. I dig it. I, I can't like do it either. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I know you can't do it either. I know. I just, it's just, it's, 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 you know what I mean? When I, I only ask that question to a certain type of style. You know what I mean? A lyricist is really into his penmanship on, on, on this craft of the music. That's why I was asking you. If I looked, if there's some guy, you know, he was more on, on a poppy beat or more of a catching, I, I know that person don't well, give a fuck it, about ghostwriting at it, all. It, you, know, <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I like to do my lyrics, you know, and, and I'm an artist and my music is personal to me. So when I create it, it's me, it's personal. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So even if it's, the crappiest song out there and i'm mumbling but it's mine you know what i mean so that's just, no that's fucking just mumbling we've been over I'm, this already I'm, no I'm, mumbling. I'm, what are you talking about There's a, well, i got a mute button on this thing i, I, I found it i'm gonna make an auction rap you know 25 25 25 dollars <laughs> you know come by hit come by hit, joke come by, man hit. that could be a hit like you have no fucking idea like this, this shit's this world's fucking different i'm gonna tell you that way. call that bitch sold <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just as a side note, where do you think hip-hop's going now? Where do you think it's going to go? What do you see for the future for hip-hop? Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily what I see for it, more what I hope for it. Um, okay. It is probably getting a, away from that, away away from the, if you will, the, the superficial nature of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and getting back to where there's some real shit uh, put in, you know, in, in what you're spitting, some real effort put into it, um, in the, the creation of it, the delivery of it, and the marketing of it. Um, everything right now is fucking so superficial um, by comparison that I, I feel like that is the wrong direction for hip-hop to be headed. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I feel like, um, you know, if that continues to be a thing, especially if it becomes increasingly more so um, I, I feel like it's just going to deteriorate more because of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I agree. 
I was gonna. My next question was gonna be, give me your top five. But I'm gonna ask you that. But I want to ask you this first. Who's the guy you hate the most? Ooh. Ooh. Is there one guy that you listen to and you're like, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> like, almost to the point where you'd fight him if you had to see him. Man, I, I would probably have to go with Kodak Black. Ooh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd punch Kodak, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even like to listen to that dude talk. Nope. <laughs> I... They took that dude to the hospital. You know that. That's that's just my opinion. Like, they're like, oh, who's that Kodak Black? Who, you, you don't have one of those, man? You don't have a... Style, you know that guy that he, he, someone plays it in their car at the club. And it, when I hear him, it's not the coming only, to mind. When, the when only I hear the song like, I ever see you freak out about is that one Spanish song, the one we listen to in Dominican and Cuba. Well, no, they they tried to earworm me, earworm me with that fucking thing. You know what <laughs> I mean? Damn, here's him freaks the fuck out every time. The whole week, the whole week on the resort, I'm drinking. I hear this song. Okay, it's all right, it's all right. I get fucking hammered the night before, to the point where I'm puking in the morning. I'm on a fucking boat, and all they're doing is playing the same fucking song, and some girl trying to give me more booze. Fuck off. Get out of my face. He lost I don't that. want it. It's like 9 a.m. It, it beat it, beat it, and He's everybody is so. And the worst part about it. Everybody's so happy. They line dancing. I'm fucking miserable as a motherfucker right now. Terrible. I hate that fucking song. I don't even know who sing it. I hate it. You know. See, I'm here one. It's there. It's starting to come back. I wish you were there. Ooh. It's to the point where I love watching them freak out. So I love when they play it. Like, I'm like, yeah, play it again. You know. <laughs> but I remember this boat cruise, man. I I was I was so tired. I remember we had a couple hours of sleep. That like they're trying to get me to dance too. But I had like the pirate eye. Like one's closed, the other one's like open. Just trying not to fall asleep on this boat. You know what I mean? And all these this whole family is dancing, and I'm like. The fuck's wrong with everyone here, you know? But that's not what's wrong with this. What's wrong with us? We gotta be real bad. Like those were normal human beings. Yeah, cause they went to sleep at a normal time and the one going on the excursion. I know. I know. And we stayed up to like five, six in the morning drinking, closed our eyes and got up and said, Oh, we gotta go. I just remember saying the boat's coming and I was like, Oh my god, what I fucked this up. But that's the first time I ever saw you really like kinda lose it on a mm, on the pretty song. Much, pretty much. But Kodak Black, yeah, Kodak Black is very yeah, he's definitely on the top of my list Kodak too. Black, yeah, yeah. Did, did you ever watch that cipher that he was in? I don't know who else with the fuck. Did you ever uh, see it? Ooh, now we're talking. The, did you ever see that, that specific cipher, Kodak Black and uh, a few other I'm gonna find it. Tom, I'll send you I'll send you I'll send you that one. That's when I knew hip hop was fucking almost destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> like I was yeah. like, oh my god. And and I don't even watch them anymore because I used to love the ciphers because that's that's when you know who's hot, who's not. Yes. Who's, you got, ooh, watch out for that dude or watch out for that girl. You know what I mean? Now it's like really? Yeah, really? this is what we have to look forward to. I know. It's Are you serious? Disappointing. I just, this this yeah. is the new generation? Oh, my God. Who's the DJ that b plays back there? Is it, um, well, the it was DJs? Primo at one point. Um, that a D, uh, female? It's the uh, one from, like, Hot 89 or from, I don't fuck. Anyways, it doesn't matter. But you should see, when you watch that, pay attention to him in the background. Because he's even like, oh, we're fucked. Like, you can see, like, he's trying to have the poker face, but you know he has a shitty right. hand. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, it's just not. But anyways, let's get right into it, man. Your top five. Oh, okay. So, um, I'd have to go with 50. Um, Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Eminem. And probably rounded it out would be uh, probably Bus and Pac. Boston Park is good. Boston Park is good, yeah. 
I want to know why 50 is on this list. I, I like that. I had to ask. Get Rich or Die Trying, man. That's a no skip album. I mean that 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 is a classic if ever there was. I um, I, I even liked his G Unit album. Yeah, I mean yep. Fifty got flow, he's got grit, he's got charisma, um, everything he does he brings his fucking A game to. Like and there's a generational type of rapper. For me, Fifty was that last of that t- generation for me. Right, right, mm. absolutely. Was, he mm. just hit it on that cuff, you know what I mean? But and then things start to switch a little bit. I, I don't know. I, some people say 50 came, like 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 that dude said, he came in the perfect storm. He did come in the perfect storm. He came in the perfect storm, like he couldn't we lose. Had, we had Chris Gotti on the show, right? He couldn't uh, lose. Irv Gotti's brother from Murder Inc., right? And, couldn't lose. And he, and he brought up like the whole beef between Ja and 50, and he came in, he said that, you know, 50 came in as a perfect storm. They shut up Joff through through the FBI's and they they couldn't make any music. Mm. Fifty rolled in with Dr. Dre, which is a no fucking brainer. That's that's it. Like, why not have one of the best producers? And then Eminem is and them, yeah. Like, you couldn't fail. But regardless what it is, Bam, he the perfect he said the perfect storm, so Joff couldn't go against them. But regardless if Joff could or not, that music was great. Yeah, I never, I, mean, I, never, I never said the music wasn't great. I just but, said it but, came in as a perfect storm. Yeah, now, even, even if Ja had been uh, more free to to do what he does, uh, this was I, a, a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, anyways, we leave that for another another conversation. <laughs> you know, I, I, because I you know. are you are lyricist, and if you really listen to Ja. You'll really be like, oh, okay, okay. Don't saying, don't kick I'm, I'm girl not saying that Ja couldn't into, go at him. I just think know? at the time he literally couldn't go at him. But yeah, the thing know, is, it doesn't that. this it doesn't dis, disrespect what 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 Fifty came out with. Like now, he came out with some fucking super bangers. Like, he 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 came out with some bro, bangers. Some he didn't he didn't get me until he did Stunt One Hundred One. Okay, that's when he really, got really really. Yeah. Um, he had I, I think my favorite motherfucking uh, song on his debut album was probably Heat. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't I'm know. telling you, man. That, that, Stunt One Hundred One. Out of all his bars, trust me, I love trust out of, me. Out of all his bars, he did in his whole career, nothing tops. I can't believe Reebok did a deal with a psycho. <laughs> I was, I, I heard the song and I'm paying attention to what he's saying, and I had right, to stop oh yeah. and I had to stop and look at my friend and say, "Did he just say that?" That was it. I was like, "Oh, okay, nah, man, well, that's um, to be on a top five, yeah, no, I, I, I like to hear it. I like to hear it. I, I, I love fifties music. Now, I think when I watch interviews, I'm not much of a fan of him. I think he's a bit of a fucking <coughs> douche. I mean, but I mean, but his music is great. And I hate it. I hate being torn between that. We mm. talked about it. Interviews can make it or break it, but I'm still on the fence. I still like his shit, man. It is what it is. Right. Uh, mm. Your favorite rapper performance. So you like stage wise, stage presence yep. is what we're talking stage, about. Stage performance, just you seen this dude perform, and you like, oh my god, this is it right oh. here—the epitome of what he does. Man, um, out of the ones that I've fucking seen, I would—it's probably—I'd uh, have to go with Wayne, I think. Really? Oh. Yeah. Um, Wayne's out. Wayne hypes him up, man. He does. Ben, um, who are you going with? It's Buster. I'm sorry. 
Okay. Bust, honestly, Bust. I, that's who I was torn between was Wayne and Bust. <coughs> I was um, gonna say Bust and DMX is what like, because a lot. If you listen to every fucking interview and people are like, "Fuck, I didn't want to go on after those guys." <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, like you um, know lift the, they bring the bar all the way up. It's it, it's Buster, then Meth. You know, yeah, you're not okay, wrong okay. About that too. It, it, it's busted in meth because it's meth flow and his energy. It, it, it's crazy, right? But bus, he'll take you from his first track all the way to his newest track and mm -hmm. won't skip a beat. And here, it's kind of like a play. You know what I mean? Every song's yeah. got a little something to it. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, the way bus rap, he can't skip a beat. It's true. <laughs> He's, that's another dude that cannot. You have to be in shape to be Buster Rhymes and perform. Oh yeah, now, Jesus we, Christ. We we've had a lot of musical legacies in the sense of Bad Boy, Death Row, So So Dad, so on. You know what I mean? Yep. Who 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 take the cake? Who who do you think Ooh. take the cake? Ah, uh, for know? me, it's got to be Death Row. Got to be Death Row. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. Yeah. The fire I mean, that came out of there. It, me and So So Death. And and the fact that Snoop owns it again. Uh, I love that. That, 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 I love that it's that. back, yeah. That it's back in the family, as it were. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm really excited to see what he and, does with it. Oh, he's doing stuff with it, and a lot of people is not paying attention. There's a lot of West Coast rappers out right now, and they are banging that G Funk. They banging it. No, that's you know, no, we talk talking about that's that's this this is like I, I got a question for you. Just because you guys brought up Death Row and, and Snoop bringing it back, what's your thoughts about NFTs? Have you looked into this? I really haven't, honestly. I'm well, not I've tried. I, 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 I don't know <laughs> if I'm just too old and I can't fucking wrap my head of <laughs> wanting to own an NFT. Mm. I'm not about. A, I'm not a digital guy. I like physical copies. Even the fact that I have it on my laptop on my hard drive, I still kind of prefer having it on my CD. I don't. I know. I know. I just prefer hard. So when they say yo buy an NFT, I just I, I see the business aspect. We had a guy on here breaking it down for us, and we see it. Mm. I'm just don't want yeah. to participate in it you know what i mean i don't i don't want to participate in it i don't want to be a part of it i don't want to buy an too much nft risk. too much risk i don't know what it is i just i don't know man i don't know i i, I think the, the the big picture of the NS, nfts because snoop says that his whole the whole catalog's on nft now like you that's can't, what i had seen yeah and he says you can't stream his music on on a, on a normal streaming platform anymore i haven't even checked it to see if it's true or not but mm. He sees a big picture, you know what I mean? I get he's, he's it. Got a, um, he's, got a, he's got a couple of new artists on, on Death Row. Yeah. You know, got this one dude and a female, actually, and they banging it out, man. I was like, huh, huh, I liking that. That old school funk dads is making them beats again. It, it's it, I think it's going to rejuvenate them, knowing. It, the West, you know what I mean? That he has it back, that. Because, like, it's... It sucks. It's, it sucks working under a label, and then being independent is a lot of work. So now to see this back together, because Death Row can make fucking maybe millions of dollars on merchandise. Let's be real. That logo yeah. is fucking at, at, iconic. At one, at one point, the West started going with, with everything else with the music. You know what I mean? That They were starting to lose that West Coast flavor that they was doing. You know, they starting to do all that other stuff, that Migo stuff, that da-da-da. But they going back to that root gin and juice and they going back to that low ride and they going back to that hard and i'm like mm -hmm. yes bring that through right so oh, absolutely yeah mm -hmm. yeah i'm excited i'm super that was mm -hmm. great news we, we talked about that on the podcast man we were mm -hmm. really happy about snoop owning death row again. you know so brother what advice do you have for any young mcs that are coming up in the game today man 
lie to him, lie to him, lie to him. <laughs> I would have to say uh, probably probably two different ones again. Um, I would have to say again, one, don't wait. Like, don't wait on anything. This is where the two parts come in. Like, don't wait on other people because they will almost always inevitably slow you down and mm. and and stunt your growth as an artist. True. But that also being said, um, don't wait on equipment. I got, like I said, there's so many people I know around here um, that could be doing some like big shit with their music, but it's, oh, I need to wait till I got this mic, or I need to wait till I got this video camera, mm-hmm. or, you, you know what I'm saying? I got to wait this, that, and the other, and a year passes by, mm-hmm. and it's still, well, I got to wait till I get this. Well, why didn't you, first off, why weren't you putting anything out on the way to getting that? And secondly, a year's passed by. Why aren't you any closer to having that? <laughs> well, do you have any money in the saving account? What's going on over here? It's crazy. Your GoFundMe page didn't work, eh? Right, like, I, I see pictures of you all fucking year long on Facebook. You smoking, you drinking. Where the fuck is your camcorder? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's how people work, brother. That's you how they this work. Party, you at that party. You in this Uber car. Right. You in that Uber yeah. car. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. It's true, man. I always tell people, man, it's it's always growth. Uh, try to do, I, 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 we we us on the podcast is year to year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Holidays yeah. kick in. We take that break. We talk about what we did last year. Where yeah. are we heading? Yeah, yeah. Well, my uh, my favorite my favorite part is the ones that that are flashing money on Facebook, but they still don't have the equipment they said they need money for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's lots of that. The, the 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 social media aspect is a it's it's an imaginary life yeah, of oh, everyone yeah. being happy and you know what I mean I I, I eventually do, I I'm only if anyone knows me I'm just on Instagram I got rid of Facebook I am tired of the because what is it Facebook is everything they type about everything they feel like I hate my boyfriend and you know all sorts of, I don't give a fuck I don't want to hear your shit you know so mm. I don't want to hear mine I don't want to go on social media I don't want to see it. and then it's like I don't I, care what you ate last night you know what I mean it's this it's it's to the point where it's like ah fuck it I find it it's too negative I, I find Facebook negative it's just more mm. of a neg- people want to post say something and then they want everyone else to argue with them and everyone's arguing and then, then you're arguing with their friends friends and you're like what the fuck am I doing who cares right. you know what I mean I you made that you made that statement about I don't care what you eat and, and that's funny as shit to me because for real like what I don't get is why do you care that much about what you ate that you had to take a picture of it and share it on Facebook you, you know <laughs> I'm glad you know what now that we brought that up, I'm gonna start taking pictures of my poop and said that's what I ate yesterday. Well, maybe see who, that's see what you should do because you see don't fucking post anything, anyways. See how many? This guy's see the worst likes. co-host in history. He hasn't posted yeah. anything. I mean, I'm, I'm this old. This guy posted a picture. Right. This, this, we went to Cuba. He posted a picture like three months later that friends of ours asked me if you went back to Cuba. That's how long ago it was. I'm like, hey, no, it's from that. They, they still talking about it. There you no. go. There you go. Talking, that's dude, the point. Come on, you're the worst social media fucking. That's the point. That's the point. If I went three you months no ago point. and I put it now, did he go back? Yeah, 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 I went back. Every artist, promoter, uh-huh. podcast, uh-huh. whatever uh-huh. band does, do the fucking complete opposite. All right? That's do, that's do, my advice to you guys. Do what he does and just like it. That's it. You know, because he just constantly, constantly, constantly. And I don't constantly as much as some people. people you don't people, do anything at all. People post so much that it's to the point where I don't even want to look at their fucking things anymore. You know what I mean? It's like... But you... 
are the number one guy to give advice to another artist. You know Ooh. what you should do? I'm like, this guy well, doesn't even take his own I'm, advice. I'm just saying, everybody, everybody's buying past the original blueprint of promotion. You, you know what I mean? Well, because it's so accessible. So, it, it's so accessible to post something. Oh, look what I ate today. Look what I drank yesterday. Look what I'm doing right now. Da 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 da. Instead of saying, you know what? This is the one thing I'm trying to promote. I'm trying to push. How about I push that 12 times today? Mm. You know what I mean? And if if I'm listening to everything you did or seeing everything you did all day, in a sense, really and truly, what the fuck did you do? You, you know what I mean? Like, right. Well, and, you know? and not just that, not just that. What you're trying to actually promote gets lost in the shuffle. Yes, get lost in translation. You know what I mean? So, when was the last thing you promoted? Yeah, yeah, but this is the advice I'm giving. I'm asking, we're talking about. We, we're talking about. We're talking. Anything. We're talking about the advice I give now, oh, right? Geez, if you if you're promoting your album, promote your album. Mm-hmm. Don't promote what you ate yesterday, or don't promote right. what you're eating today. You see what I'm saying? That's my advice. That's the original blueprint. That's all. That's I see all what I'm you're, I see what he's saying. I see you guys agree with that. But did you know if you posted, uh, let's say you posted your tracks, and then you had like 50 likes. And then you posted fucking you chilling by the, I don't know, Bam's by the ocean. He's by the ocean. I'll bet you you'll get new people liking that and following you that can lead to your album. Oh, absolutely. This is what he's not getting. This is what he's not understanding. He's stuck in his own little bubble thinking this is it. I hear what you're saying, but if you put that with your music behind it, now that's the reason to post. But it all leads up like a web, though. I don't know. I think things get lost in translation because, like, at one point people say, "Hey, it's hard to find the music. You got to get them there, right?" So, how do you get them there if you're constantly showing them everything else except what you want them to go but, see? But the thing is, you 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 attract somebody else with for something. Then you're like, "Hey, I, new followers, cool." If I repost my music now, I got these five other ones from this mm-hmm. other post. I, I can see this. I can see that. So here, here's the that. thing. Here's the thing. Um, the people that are strictly about the music they're going to like your shit because you're promoting your music. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other people um, that may not look at your shit and give your shit a listen if they see that that's all you're posting. Some of the, some of the people want to feel like they know you on a more personal level, um, and, and that's how they get hooked in. Now, that mm-hmm. being said, the main part of what you're posting should be what you're trying to 100%. promote the hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, they're, they're, the other shit is honestly more about um, continuity, uh, about keeping a conversation going um, through what you post, so people, so you don't lose people's attention between this track and that track, or this video and that video. Mm-hmm. But do you find like on on social media itself that like um, you still got to keep in, like for instance like. You've been on a podcast. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to take a listen to everything, new stuff that you're going to drop, blah, 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 every picture. Now we have a connection between you and I on social media where we're going to start paying attention to each other. Right. You know what I mean? And I find because now there's an interaction. Now there's a, there's a common thing between each other. And I find that's what people need to do on, on social media. Don't just expect to post one thing and expect people to come. You have to start doing that, too, to someone else's page. Mm-hmm. It's got to come back and forth, right? Don't be like, mm, well, I got 13 likes. Well, did you like anybody's shit ever? Uh, no? Well, 13, <laughs> consider yourself lucky. You know what I mean? Like, you're a selfish son of a bitch. That's what's wrong. <laughs> Share each other's shit. That's how shit works. Absolutely. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. need to network together, but instead of blocking each other with all the haters, that's what they're going to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have to be realistic. Strangers are usually bigger fans than the people close to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, almost always. In almost everything you always. do. 
I got strangers like, oh my god, the podcast says this, this. I have a friend that's never even mentioned it, never does. I don't even think he subscribed it, but you know, we'll have beers about three times a fucking month. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't give a fuck what you do, but I bet you when he blows up, he can't wait to tell you he's your friend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my boy from back in the day. You know what yeah, I mean? Th- th- those will be fun. Um... Attempts at reacquaintances by people that that honestly I really can't wait for. It's good. Ooh. It's fun. It's Ooh. fun. It's Ooh. fun. But brother, mm. what's next for you, man? What's what's going on with you? Uh, so much actually. Um, I've got a showcase coming up in St. Louis with Coast to Coast Live on nice. October thirteenth. Um, so hoping all goes well with that. Nice. Um, I've got a new video. I've actually got two new videos in production right now um no joke and i just got done dropping a new song in the lab uh two three days ago and i've got another one that i'm about to finish writing and head to the lab with so uh, this is yeah this is what i mean when i say my wallet can't always keep up with me (laughs) Um, (laughs) because by the time i put out the, the shit that's in production and, and the shit that I'm recording while I'm waiting for the shit that's in production. Yeah. Um, but by the time I go to shoot this video that I just dropped in the lab, we're, we're probably talking another maybe two, three months from now. Mm. Um, by the time I shoot the video for it, I've got so much other shit out that's, you know, fresh on my mind now. So um, mm. when it when it's brand new to everybody else, a lot of times I'm like, damn, I did that win? oh i guess so i guess so yeah Uh, so yeah um but i but i would rather be that far ahead of the game than behind or playing catch up brother yeah catch up sucks yep yep you don't want to catch up man but yeah i um i I got a new remix that's uh gonna be coming out hopefully anytime it's a it's a remix of uh 50 cents don't push me from his get rich or die trying dope, dope. okay i can't wait nice. i can't wait to give it that yeah message. so uh y'all i'm super pumped about that that's nice. dope nice. man brother i'm really happy to have you like on and properly without me uh fucking around with some uh echo buttons <laughs> over here yeah bam it, i'll, I'll it, take it's the my blame, fault, it's my yeah, fault. I, I take the blame you taking you know the blame that is? it's my yeah. fault it's my fault i showed up unannounced and he was like fuck i gotta rearrange everything you know what? As long as we can all agree that it wasn't my fault. One hundred percent. There you go. <laughs> it was one of those situations where I unplugged everything. I looked down. I was like, "Oh, that one wasn't supposed to be up." <laughs> it was one of those like, believe it or not, if any other one of them was up, it would have been okay. It was that right. one specific fucking fader. One. Really? Oh yeah. Of yeah. all Murphy. the faders, it was that one you don't want up. It didn't. Murphy's I was like, law. And, and I looked at him. I said, "I think it's fucking me." And it <laughs> I was like, "I think it's me." And it didn't help. I'm over there going, "What this button do? What that button yeah. do? What this and button I, do?" I do have to slap him, luck, man. Happy fingers over here, pressing all sorts of shit. I'm like, "Come on, man!" Like, uh, just and look back, back when we started. He didn't even know what the fuck he was pressing on his own equipment. But that's the shit we got to deal with. But I anyway, had too many buttons. Brother, like man, we'll get, we got to get you back on. You know, all these little debates that we have, we got to go full out on them, brother. Absolutely. I really want to know again. what he thinks about some things. So we yeah, got to come back on well, the There debate. we go. We're going to do this again. Brother, man, enjoy your weekend. Keep us posted with everything, brother. Man, Absolutely. Right. Will do. Good. Y'all have a good one, man. I Peace. appreciate you having me on. My you pleasure, too. bro. Peace. All right.